Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, um, this is Mind Flow Hypnosis Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, we are actually going to do another podcast with a colleague of mine, um, Jay Luck. Thank you for joining us this morning or afternoon. Um, and the topic is going to be on perceptioneering. So uh, I don't want to talk about myself too much. My listeners already know. Let's introduce formally Jay Luck. He is a master hypnotist, one of the um, hypnotists and colleague of mine, proud to call him, um, of the Master Hypnotist Society. So without further ado, who you are, and then let's jump in and talk about perceptioneering. Perfect. Uh, before we go on, is, is, is the sound okay? I've got my headset on. I think I we are tell. actually on, and it is recording. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So I'm glad to be here. Thanks for that introduction. And I'm also very proud to be a member of the group that you and I are in together. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, tell our listeners where, first of all, you are located. I have a clinic in Appleton and Green Bay, Wisconsin, and in Burnsville, Minnesota, near the Twin Cities. Cool. And how long have you been a practicing clinical hypnotist? A little over 10 years. And my background before that is I was in sales and sales training, which was which was an interesting and natural transition to do this work. Absolutely. So as we kind of introduced perceptioneering a little bit before with our other colleagues and we had a fun time um, talking about perceptioneering and um, you might have heard it yourself. I'd like your view um, coming from your sales background at what kind of things do people gain or experience or what is to be expected when going to one of these fantastic trainings, um, especially uh, when we actually have Scott McFall fly in um, for our upcoming one in, in Los Angeles. But I know that you have several um, also planned in, in 2020. What are some of the kind of um, things that people benefit from by going to these trainings and outcomes that you've seen happen? Previously. Well, first of all, almost, I, I can't imagine why anyone wouldn't get something from this, no matter what they're, they're doing with their life. But I, I think of it as this way. Um, I, I, the way it seems to fold out, at least the times I've had Scott come here, is the first day seems to be perceptioneering, in other words, to reverse engineer how you are being perceived by others, mm -hmm. which can often be different than how you think you're being perceived. Mm -hmm. And then day two seems to, and again, this doesn't always roll out exactly the same way, but day two, the last time was more like, okay, now that you kind of get how you're being perceived, how are other people perceived? You know, how do you perceive them? Are you accurately perceiving them? Or are you, you know, like not reading their body language, for instance, compared to what they might be saying? Mm -hmm. And then the third day, it's sort of like, okay, let's blend all that together. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm recalling um, a couple of people the, and just just because we mentioned sales, there were two people in our last one, one who was 46 years as a sales trainer in seven states for an insurance company. The other one traveled to 190 countries a year representing his company with medical supply stuff. And um, uh, and he meets with you know hundreds of doctors at a time and as he travels around all over the world. Both of them approached me after the workshop, the three-day workshop. They both said, They've never been to a better workshop or a training in their entire careers. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. 
Thank you for sharing that. And and as I'm listening to you, and I've attended quite a few myself of the trainings um, throughout the years, every training seems to be a little bit different. And so as I'm listening to you and, and you're saying that, you know, our perceptions of who we are um, are sometimes a little distorted. And so the importance of having outside feedback becomes really crucial to, you know, showing up to the world. Um, we, you know, sometimes I can um, testify that relationships dynamics can change dramatically, whether it be in careers or personal relationships, how you deal with your family. And if you're walking around with a bubble, you know, over your head thinking I'm one way and the whole world sometimes doesn't want to tell you what they're, they're <laughs> seeing because, they, you know, they think they're going to, quote unquote, hurt your feelings. Well, sure. in actuality, they're, you know, letting you kind of live a lie <laughs> or a delusion, yeah, that's right. um, that's which right. is a better word. So <laughs> I love um, how you pinpointed that for us and for the li- listeners, Jay. And, and wouldn't you say that, you know, you, as many as you've probably attended, um, even though the structure might be you know, the format might be, you know, what we uh, overview, but it's always a different training based on who's there and what their needs are. So in other words, we don't have, you know, an, a perfect, um, you know, agenda. We The basic thing is that the, the people that are attending are going to really come out transformed and um, feeling more confident and more powerful. Yes. Wouldn't you say that? I, I would. And, and I think of it this way when... Yeah, and I totally agree with you. By the way, they are all different, but the out. So we have to get each person to focus on an outcome. Mm-hmm. So, prior to attending, at least in most of the cases with with my groups, is that I've had I've had good conversations with them, mm-hmm. the attendees beforehand, to determine what they what an, what what outcome they would like to have, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. because we would be then aware of that outcome, and our goal then is that by the time that they leave that workshop, they get that outcome. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, the difference of being specific, maybe with your outcome versus like information shopping. <laughs> well, that's a good one. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of information out there. And I'll give you a great example of, I think, what makes the best point. Years ago, I was looking at a website. And, you know, of course, we work with a lot of people with weight loss and issues like that. And there's this website out there that, that, was, in, that was talking about Oh, it doesn't matter what you eat. It's all about the exercise. What you take in doesn't matter at all. And as I dug deeper and I dug deeper and I dug deeper, I found out that Coca-Cola on the website. So the problem is the, the, the giver of the information typically has an agenda. So when we're out there getting information about different things we can do to help ourselves, different self-help stuff or books or magazines or whatever, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, that there's a self-interest going on in that with that information. And so um, it isn't always your best interest that they're looking for. When it comes so to, yeah, and when it comes to what we're doing with people, you mentioned the, the outside feedback thing is critical because with, when we're arguing with ourselves, I mean, who are we arguing with? Exactly. So, so we don't win those arguments. And if we're willing to get out of ourselves and be teachable, we will learn amazing things. And I'm, I'm thinking of one example, the guy that was this 46 year salesperson, he did this thing with his head when he would say yes, that would appear to be that he didn't mean yes. Mm-hmm. He, would, mm-hmm. he would like raise his head up as opposed to nodding like most of us might naturally do. And he was all excited about something Scott was talking about. And he goes, yes. And Scott says, turn around, look at the group. 
And then he, Scott asked him a question where he said yes. And Scott said to the entire group, he said, does he look like he's saying yes? The entire group said no. They mm-hmm. said, in fact, it looked like he was looking down his nose at them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here's a guy who's a sales trainer who didn't mm-hmm. even realize his what was being perceived by others by others was not at all what he intended. That's a great story. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a great story. That's exactly right. Um, so, so, so when you mentioned specific versus general, and, and I'm not going. Yes, specific things are what people come there for, but it's interesting because we can generally talk about a concept or an idea by using, you know, satire model or or witches brewer things like that. These are different techniques we use. By using these techniques, people experience an emotional change, mm-hmm. a visual, auditory, or kinesthetic, and usually all three change, mm-hmm. which has them actually see the other side of their problem or issue as totally different. Even though we may not, we have not, we did not have to uh, address specifically what their thing was, especially if it's something they may find embarrassing in front of 20 or 30 people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yet it solves that, which is pretty, pretty special. Yes. Yes, it is. I, uh, yes, I have to say 100%. Thank you for bringing that up. The specifics of the story are is really not important for us to know. Often in these trainings, um, you know, you can actually have tremendous change and we're not picking apart your story. We don't even want to hear your story sometimes. Um, Scott, especially when he comes in, he's just looking at your your body language, as you mentioned, and has the way of reading people based on, you know, even their, their um, the way they shape their, their face. Or sure. I've seen... Yeah. Um, instances where the person uh, towards the end of the training maybe on day three is almost 90 percent completely dramatically changed in perception and feeling better and yet there's a little part of them maybe at the corner of their mouth is not in a hundred percent agreement and you don't know that's happening while it's happening um but you're like you said communicating to the whole world and and people see your face and you're not looking at it so the the you know the thing of having the outside feedback and um and the the congruency of being honest and truthful and and really getting what the clients need is one of the things that I'm most proud of as far as being part of this organization and group led by Scott and with colleagues like yourself. So, and a final note, what would you tell people kind of like on the fence, you know, of, you know, maybe they've been invited to either one of my clinics or or, uh, events or yours, what would you say to them if they're not, you know, quite sure if this is a good fit for them or you know other things that might be crossing their mind um is that they're probably wrong (laughs) (laughs) yes you know because it's even when i look and and, and as you do i'm sure carmela with your your time with scott over the years is that uh he, he is this It is yeah. that is that when we're by being genuine like this as a as a uh, receiver of this stuff at these at these workshops as well as the person helping with it is that it, there is no embarrassment involved because there's mm-hmm. not a thing about shame or guilt or any of this because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is that a person goes, oh, I see a different way to do this thing to have a different result in my life, and that's right. all there is to it. Right. It's not about having been bad or good or up or down or left or right. It's just, is is this other way to be more useful to get your goal? Right. 
Whereas the pattern you were stuck with more useful. Right. right. Well, I, I think that that's a really good observation. Um, and I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm, I'm going to be sharing this on uh, social media. And I hope that people that are listening to this for the first time uh, either give uh, Jay Luck uh, a phone call. If you want to share your number here, feel free to do so. Or myself. Um, you guys know how to reach me. Of course, I'd love to throw it out there. Sure, go for <laughs> um, it. And, 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 and I would love to be in California, but I'm in the Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest, uh, I'm a good option for you. 612-868-8177. And do you have a couple of dates already available? I'm sure. I think I saw yeah, some my, that you were sharing. The, the soonest one, I'm going to do four this year, uh, two with Scott, two without. The, the earliest one is February 28th. It's a three-day workshop, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Appleton, Wisconsin. Cool. And that'll be right after mine in Los Angeles, February 21st through the 24th. Super excited. Actually having my first time um, having Scott in. So uh, it's going to be a fun time and I'm looking forward to it. And with that, I'll say thank you for listening and goodbye. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Carmela. Bye-bye. Have a great day. You too.